Yo, yo, and welcome to episode 12 of Woo! the Generational Gamers Podcast. I am your host. Uh, I'm Johnny Casino. I know normally, normally, I understand this, and Ben's giving me this funny look, because normally I introduce myself as just John or John Beeler. But here's what happened, Ben, and I don't know if I ever told you this, and I know you don't listen to the other shows. Uh, I was called out to me that I have too many names on the internet, and they couldn't figure out what to go with. So I'm going straight across the board, Johnny Casino. It's, it's, it's all my accounts. Right, it's my Twitter, it's my PlayStation, it's my Xbox, uh, it's my Nintendo, um, it's my Mario Run. So, that's what I'm going with. It's going to trade Johnny Casino. You can call me whatever you want because I know this is foreign to you. This is not this is not the me that you have always known. No, no, but it's a name that started in the Navy before I knew you. So weird. It is so weird. But that's me. Were you in a casino at one point? I have never been in a casino in my life. <sighs> <laughs> I know. I know. Um, no, did I never tell you this? So for the listeners out there, you, you maybe you've heard this or not, but Ben, ben apparently is shocked by this. So I'm going to tell us real quick. Wait on me. I was in Australia walking down the streets with my buddy Jeff. Okay. And Jeff is a very interesting guy. One of the smartest, wittiest people I know in a very dry way. And he looks over at me. We're walking down the streets. He looks over at me and goes... Hey, Johnny. I was like, what's up, Jeff? He goes, anyone ever call you Johnny Casino? And I was like, no, Jeff. I'm like, all right, you're Johnny Casino. And <laughs> that's how I got the nickname. Well, all right. Johnny yeah. Casino it is. Yeah, so forever it has been. Now it is, it is that. It is said. It is done. But with me, with me for this glorious occasion, as every recording is a glorious occasion, because I'm very excited about Podcast Day. Oh, man. I'm always excited about Podcast Day. But with me. <laughs> My butler and yours, Ben Butler. Whoop. And his whoops. Hello. <laughs> so, Ben, um, it's been a couple weeks since we recorded, which makes sense because we only come out every other week. Yep. Um, so, I'm going to guess you've been playing Destiny. Man, you are good. What What else? What else? Oh, let's address this one thing real quick. This is our special Christmas episode. And by special Christmas episode, I mean it's the episode that comes out after Christmas, and that's probably all the Christmas you're going to get out of us at this. No, no, no. We're, I got some Christmas things to you talk got, about. You got Christmas? Yeah. So should have worn my Santa hat. I know, right? Uh, so in Destiny is a Christmas event. Yeah. yeah um, Overwatch is doing one too, aren't they? I know. Yeah, they are. And it's actually... So Overwatch is really cool because it's a one-hit kill with snowballs, but the snowballs actually have like trajectory to them, so it's like you throw them up and you have to like find a pile of snowballs and reload. That's pretty cool. Is it a special snowball gun that everyone has? I think there's some people that have it. I know Maze has it. Okay. Not that that means anything to you. but Yeah, yeah. I hear people talk about the game. I, I, I would love to be into that game. There's two problems. Wait on. I, I don't play online games with people that I don't know, or usually even with people I do know. And I don't like first-person shooters that much, but if I did, I think I would like that one. So it's not... It's not very first-person shootery. But it is in the first person, and you do shoot. Uh, you can be good at that game and not be a good shooter. There are characters designed around so many mechanics. It is very open. Now, granted, it is very open, but the skill gap is large. Like the new three-tank meta that's happening right now. It's just crushing some characters, so... Eh. Who you pick makes a difference. Yeah. But, you know... There's different things that can go on. You can be really good at it, but you can just have a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's a very open game. If you haven't played Overwatch, you should try it. And, I, I played it when the 
free weekend. The, the beta, it was the oh. beta came out, I believe. Yeah. And it, it's one it's one of the things where if my if my life was different, you know, like if I had more time at the right time of the day that I could just screw everyone, go play a game, I would. And I would definitely try it out, but I don't I don't have that. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about this Tell me about the Destiny one, because that's the one you seem to know about. Yeah, so the the big thing in Destiny is it's called the Dawning. Okay. And they, uh, like, put snow in the tower. They're, like, Christmas presents getting handed out and stuff like that. Uh, but the neat thing about it is they uh, put in, like, scoring. So a strike is a three-man event where you go and you, like, fight through a level together. Well, before, the only, like, thing you got out of it was at the end you would get some loot. Now there's scoring involved, so like you get points for killing different enemies in different ways and things like that. Uh, so they kind of revitalized the game. I mean, there is a lot of uh, a lot of people. My friends list used to be very short before this. I mean, like three or four people who like I knew. Now there's you know forty people who I used to play with you know two or three months ago who hadn't like stopped, and now they're back. Oh, well, that's good for you. I know. I was excited. So I good. see your excited face. Woo! It, that's your excited voice. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's good. Uh, besides that, I played some Pokemon. I started. Uh, I love the way you say Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. So I started uh, messing around with doing some online trading, trying to get my Pokédex up. Is isn't there a way? And maybe you could explain this to me because we're sitting here face to face compared to uh, hearing on a podcast where I can't actually ask questions. Okay. But, like, some way where you can, like, randomly trade with people and you don't know what you're going to get? Yeah, like, uh, I haven't done that, but, yeah, there's, like, a mystery gift and stuff are, like that. Are you scared? Uh, so, one of the things about it is there's actually a joke in the game, like, where a kid's like, oh, I got a Mewtwo, uh, is people will put in Pokemon they have cheated to get. Oh, and that, is that bad? Yeah, because then when you get them, I mean, you can't, I mean, they are, might be. Good. Are there ones and zeros not in the right place? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So it might be like a perfectly rolled Mewtwo with his Mega Evolution Stone, but the guy cheated to get it. So if you try to take him to a battle, your account will be banned or something like that. Are you serious? Yeah. The, I mean, I don't know if that if they ban it, but I know you're not supposed to do like battles with it and stuff. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I did some reading up on what a perfectly rolled Pokemon is. Yeah. So now I'm looking for a perfectly rolled Squirtle to make myself a perfect Blastoise. So I can subsequently carry it forward to every Pokemon from now until the end of time. And how many more Pokemons do you think there's going to be? I don't know. How long do you think Nintendo will last, Nintendo guy? Well, I mean... Or the Pokemon Do, do you Do you see the... Game Freak? Game Freak, yeah. I think Nintendo will last. I think Pokemon will last for a long time. You think it's one of those series that just never go away? I mean, because it's been the same thing over and over again, except for now it just kind of looks a little nicer, right? Yeah. Uh, I think there is consistently kids watching the TV show, so there are more generations getting uh, added to it. And I think that, you know, with the nostalgia of adults, you know, people like myself who still like it, like the aspect of collecting these Pokemon or... You have, like, your favorites everyone knew. And in this one, I guess, I don't know if I talked about this the last time, there's a lot of fan service. Like, there's a lot of original Pokemon uh, who are on these islands. Some of them are changed a little bit, you know, with the Alolan forms. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's still nice to see, like, you know, your Gastlies or your Abras or... I always look for Gastlies and Abras. Yeah, Vulpix. I 
You're making up names now. I am. <laughs> no, those are those are all real Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> see what I can get you to agree with. Oh, it'd be easy, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I was, I was doing that. Um, that's what I, I played through some more Dishonored. I was trying to do a low chaos run through. Oh, she so started at the beginning. Yeah, I started at the beginning. Now, did you start with the other character? Yeah, I was playing Corvo. So Wait, I thought you played Corvo before. Yeah, but I, I went through about a quarter of it, and then I went back, changed to Emily, oh, and okay, beat it. Okay. But I killed everyone, like literally everyone. Just That's kind of how I played through when I played the first one. Uh-uh. Not by choice. Like, I was trying to not get a bad ending, and then realized I had two choices. I could kill everybody, <clears throat> or not finish the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those were my options. Yeah, so that's more or less what I've been doing. Playing some Dishonored. Uh, I think I'm going to play through all Battlefield 1 coming up. I... Do you have that? Uh, No, I'm going to buy it. I want to... That's another one I want to borrow from you when you get done. We can play through it together. We can trade off. One dies, the other one plays. Oh. Oh, and by the way, Gears is couch co-op. Somebody was talking about that. Gears the original? War, no, Gears of War 4, the new one. Here's my problem with Gears of War 4. Okay. I didn't like Gears of War 1. Oh. But it's couch co-op. You might like it when you play with a friend. Uh, you, you know what? We will we'll get to something else that's couch co-op that we might play together. Oh. But you might need to play something else first. I'll. You'll understand when I talk about what I've been playing. Okay. All right, with that being said, though. Oh, what have wh- I been what playing? What have you been playing? So let's. So I'm, I'm not going to touch on this too much because it's like my main thing for Sheldon Forgotten when I recorded that earlier. So, um, but I played through Uncharted, the first Uncharted. Oh, yeah. So I'm playing through my PS3. Um, Not the, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is going to be between it and the Nathan Drake collection. I'm sure it's the same game. Maybe the graphics are upgraded a little bit or something. Probably. Um, But I played through that. Eight hours, like almost eight hours on the dot for how long it took. Uh, I didn't get all the collectibles. I don't care about all the collectibles. I think I got a third of the collectibles just because if I saw a shiny object, I would be like a distracted kid and run over to it. And But outside of that, I didn't go looking for them. Loved it. Had a lot of fun. I know you like Tomb Raider, right? I do. You need to play these games. It is male Tomb Raider. Okay. Uh, I don't know how you're going to play a PS3 game, being that you don't have a PS3. True. Uh, you don't have a PS4, so if you pick up a PS4, you're going to have to get these games. Don't. Now, that's what I'm telling you. Is I picked up, after I beat this one, I went back to the old pawn shop. Now, and I'll be honest, now I've realized that the GameStop prices for some of these games are like a dollar more than the pawn shop prices. So. Nice. Yeah, it's like six or seven bucks. Oh, which that's is, not bad at all. For some of them, some of them are a little bit more. Like, there's some games I can get the pawn shop that are cheaper, but like, um, like when I got uh, Fable 2 for like a dollar, two dollars. I was so excited about that. Ridiculous. Did, did you know, and this is a rant, uh, uh, an offshoot here, but did you know Fable 2 and Fable 3 are backwards compatible? But Fable Anniversary Edition or whatever it is, the the original Fable but redone on the 360, yep. not backwards compatible. Huh. I, could, I was going to pick it up. It was at one of the pawn shops I was at, but I, I looked up my list. It's not backwards compatible, so I dropped it. Well, I will have a 360 and an Xbox here in a week. Yeah. So. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse 
excuse me. So I played through that. I went and picked up number two and three. Number three. So number two, you can play online, I think. Number three, I know for sure you can play a couch co-op. And I got to find out if it's the same game or not, or uh, if it's the same game or if it's like a little different version. Because if it's the exact same game, then yes. Wow. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. But I don't know anything. I don't know anything about it. I just know it's an option. Like I know there's a I know there's a multiplayer online for two. Yep. There's a multiplayer online for three. And there's couch co-op for three. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, I didn't know those were co-op. Yeah, neither did I. Huh. I and like I said, I haven't touched that game. I started two, by the way. Um looks a little bit better than one. Uh, plays basically the same. I'm super excited to play through this. Have you gotten to the train yet? Okay, so I'm curious. When you say the train, so the yeah. game starts, you're in a train. You're you're in a train when the game starts. Okay. But the, the way the game works is you start, and then you flash back, and then you back to the train scene, and you flash back. So I'm wondering, and the train's wrecked when you start the game. So I'm wondering if the train scene they're talking about is the one that leads to the train being wrecked. Yeah, probably. So if that's the case, then no. Okay, yeah. Talk to me middle next week. I'm sure I'll be there. I think I'll do that. Yeah, you. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah. Go figure. Um. So so I've been playing. I played that. Um. Did I tell you? I told you about my whole Last of Us thing, right? Yeah, where it's broken. Yeah. yeah. So after, so on Tuesday, when Sheldon Forgotten came out, we talked about it a lot on there. I went off uh, about <laughs> how upset I was on that. And someone responded about picking up another copy and whatever else. So I was like, you know what? I will. I'll go to GameStop. I'll pick up another copy. Um, if it works, I can, ret- I mean, I have a week to return it. I can always return the other one. I could do whatever, right? Yeah. So I went in there yesterday on my way home after traveling for two days. I picked it up. I put it in. I deleted all the information except for the save file. Put this one in. Loaded it off of this. Works like a charm. Really? Here's my problem. Oh no. No, no, no. It's it's an okay problem. Okay. Because I, I I I I'm I'm loving the game still. I'm maybe halfway through. I haven't played a whole lot since I've done this. Um, it's it's creepy. It's crazy. I hit a part where I actually had to knock it down to easy level for a minute. But what's nice is you can knock it down to easy, and it takes you back to the last checkpoint. And then if you move it to another one, it just takes you back to the last checkpoint. So I had to knock it down to easy. I, I couldn't. I I was doing everything I could. And there's these big guys that are like super tough. And if they get anywhere near you, they will grab you and rip your face off. Like literally they, they grab your jaw from both in your mouth from both sides and just rip your head open. Uh, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't beat it. Huh. Uh, so I kicked down to easy. Turns out on easy level, the guy doesn't not even show up. Oh, wow. Uh, got through that part, made sure I was past a checkpoint, put it back to, to normal. Because I want to play it in the way. Because I, I want games like that, for them to have the true effect on me, you have to have that like sense of urgency and that, that am I really going to make it through this? Yeah. Uh, but it, so it's nice that I could go to easy and then go back to normal. Right. That was, that was pretty important to me. So I've been playing that just a little bit. That's what I was playing right before you came over today. Um, but also, the game I really want to tell you about, and you've seen some of it, I've been playing more Brothers. Oh. So I don't know if I really talked about this much on the show. If no one, if, if someone listening has not played the game Brothers, I picked it up, it was on sale for $5. Wasn't sure when I was going to play it. Started playing it some, and I basically put, a, put aside all my other indie games um, to play this one when I, when I just want to sit down for a few minutes. And it's a game where you have two brothers, you're trying to help your sick dad. Uh, each brother is controlled with one of the thumbsticks, and then the action for each one is controlled with one of the two triggers. 
And sometimes you have to make them move exactly together. Sometimes just one or the other, whatever. It's, it, it's such a good game. I mean, there's going to be people out there that don't like this uh, because there, there's not a lot of action to it. It's more puzzly. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, you saw it. I played it a little bit when you were over one day, right? You did. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, there's a scene I was playing and the kids were watching. The kids love watching me play this game. But cool. I get to this one part and there's like people hanging from a tree. Like oh. noose around their neck, hanging from the tree. Uh, you get to this one part where there's this guy and he's hanging himself. And you have to get up in this treehouse and cut him down before he dies. And I didn't. And I'm like, I'm turning this off now. Because I, yeah, it was super dark. Now it turns out like everything after this was like not dark at all and super awesome. The kids would have loved to have seen that part. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not playing a game where I'm trying to keep someone from you know offing themselves with a noose. Um, I got to ride a goats in this one section of it. It was really cool. There's another section where you got um, you're both on this like hang glider type thing, and you have to move them. You're moving them independently across it, and the more to one side they are or the other, they'll turn that way. But you could. But you're moving them together. Anyways, it was just super cool. So, riding the goat brought up something I heard in a podcast earlier that I figured you would appreciate. Uh-oh. Somebody had a t-shirt made. It said, oh, what is it? It said, save a chocobo, ride a cowboy. Nice. Or, sorry, ride a gamer. My bad. Save, nice. save a chocobo, ride a gamer. And I thought of you. I thought you might appreciate that. I do. And, oh, that's awesome. But I, had, like, I wonder how many chocobo. people... I wonder how many people out there would like see that shirt and just not even have any idea. A lot. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, even if you played like a little bit of Final Fantasy, Chocobo's kind of a cut. Like, I don't know if it's I a deep know. cut, but it's a little out there. I, and I've only played certain Final Fantasy, but every Final Fantasy I've played has had Chocobos in them somewhere. And I haven't played the original yet. It's sitting there waiting to be played, and I just haven't gotten into it. I will. I, I, I have to. Um, Gaming cred. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I've never beaten a Final Fantasy game. Although, I'm hearing great things about the new one. Like, it seems to be generally getting a really good, um, like, reviews and stuff from people. Nice. I'll have to give it a shot. Oh. But that's a tough one. Because apparently you could beat the game in, like, 15 hours, I guess, if you're really good and trying. But I'm sure it's much longer than that in reality. Yeah, it's probably, like, side quests and stuff. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I... I've heard people say good things about the fighting mechanism for it, which is the one thing I'm like the most worried about. So, I don't know. But the Brothers game, super fun. I can't wait. You told me that you heard the ending is pretty gut-wrenching or something like that. Well, the guy who I heard talking about it compared it to Affordable Space Adventure. Really? Yeah. yeah okay. He, he was talking about good endings. He was talking about Affordable Space Adventure, and then he he mentioned A Tale of Two Brothers, which... Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I, I can't be that far from the end. Like I, I've got to be pretty close now. Okay. Um, so the other game, though, that I've been playing that I'm just going to touch on briefly because you are also here and you've been playing it with me Oh, is uh, is The Witness. It, is that, is that, did it not blow your mind? It does, yeah. It is one of the more interesting games I've ever seen. It's so gorgeous. It is. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful, and the way that every step... A lo- as you go through it's teaching you without straight up putting it in your face that it's teaching you yeah and I mean for anyone who hasn't played it, I mean the, the the puzzles that you're doing there are times when you have to really take in the environment to figure out the puzzle uh, you haven't done the tree one yet uh, but we did that one together where you had to like look through the puzzle 
at rocks in the background and make it go around it. It, it, it was it was crazy. It was. So, I uh, can't wait to do more of that. I have not touched it. I'm I'm, I'm not touching it when you're not around. <laughs> Love to do I've that. got I've got plenty of stuff to play that I can do this. Luckily, um, but I think we'll cap it off with that as far as what we've been doing. All we'll right. get into today's topic. Oh man! So. Today's topic, I'm hoping, will be a fun one. I'm hoping it will be a little more lively. Some of our topics, we have great discussions. Uh, they're not always as lively. I'm hoping this one's going to be a little bit more lively because I think Ben and I are going to disagree a little bit on this. Oh, man. So, recently, this will lead into why this topic has come up. And I don't know how much I've told you about this already, Ben, but there are some games I want to play, and I cannot play them. Now, part of this came up when I started playing The Last of Us and when I started playing Uncharted. Because the last enough cracked out on me. I was like, well, there's the remastered edition or whatever it's called on the PS4. But I don't own a PS4. And Uncharted, there's the Nathan Drake collection. Or there's just Uncharted 4. You have to have a PS4 to play these games. And I don't have a PS4. And I'm looking I'm like, man, I want to play those games. Um, and I'm also just looking at the games that are coming out in the future. And there's some games on there I want to play and I don't have a PS4. And I started wondering, did I make the right choice buying the Xbox One? Now, when I bought the Xbox One, you know, when I was looking at both of them, I'd always been a PlayStation guy. When I bought the Xbox One, um, my thoughts were that it was going to have all the TV integration stuff. You know, so I have a, a HD antenna. I don't have, I kind of have cable. I don't really have cable. It was going to have the DVR feature and all that stuff. I had my TV running through. I was like, this is what I want. I, this is a, a, another reason to have this device. So let's go this route. And I wasn't disappointed. And I've actually really been happy with games with gold, especially looking compared to the PS Plus. I think it's been better. But PS Plus has better sales. Like the PS, the PSN has better, uh, like there's been plenty of games like I would have bought that for that super low price if I had it, the PS4. All right. Um, but I'm not disappointed with that. But here's where my revelation came in recently. My, my, where I think I messed up. And, and there's no, there was no way to know it at the time. I wish, if I'm going to own both, I wish I'd bought the PlayStation then and be buying an Xbox One now. Because now there's a new version of both. Yeah. But the new version of the PlayStation is really just a smaller version of the PlayStation. Yeah. The new version of the Xbox, for that same price, if not cheaper, comes is is 4K, HDR, 4K Blu-ray player. It, th- there, there's an actual reason to have it. So if I, was, if I had bought the PS4 back in the day... And then decided now that I also want an Xbox to play some of the Xbox games. I would, I, I, I right now I'm not gonna buy a PS4. I mean, I could, um, but the Switch is coming out. I know I'm buying that soon. I have enough games right now that I'm playing for the other show to last me about three months, right? So there's no like I'm not hurting for another system. Like I have enough stuff to play or stuff that I would play first. But if I was in the other situation and about to buy an Xbox One, I would just jump on it because I have a 4K TV now. I might as well. I mean, I'd be like, oh, here's another excuse to do that. You know? So this is where I think I mixed up. So thinking about all this, brought the topic of throughout the generations, and we've got to figure out where we're going to start with this conversation. But throughout Ooh. the generations, there's always been a console war um, and sometimes a bitter one and sometimes just there's just more than one option. Um and it's a look at which is the better choice throughout. Now, I grew up PlayStation and Nintendo. You grew up Xbox. 
So we're bringing both sides to this. Oh, yeah. You know what? Screw you, Genesis. Screw you, Sega. <laughs> if Isaac had been able to join us for this, we would have maybe had the Sega voice, but we don't. I really thought you were going to say screw Xbox. I'm like, man, we're about to fight. Mm. Somebody's going out a window. No, no, no. I'm not going to pull the fanboy crap. Okay. So I tried to do some research on this, and as I explained to you earlier, it is difficult to find a listing of some of these exclusives and it shouldn't be and Wikipedia has some different ones but something I read somewhere that these lists aren't exactly correct so when it gets some of the older systems we're just going to have to go off memory um, and the newer like the, the PS4 Xbox One we talk about that at the very end I actually have a list here from IGN that has everything that's on both and what's on just one alright okay. so let's start back with the NES. So the NES came out in like 1985 or something like that. And there really wasn't competition for it. So it kind of default wins. Wow. Disagree. Because <laughs> I mean, you got to think about this too. Uh, as far as consoles go, they were all exclusives. Yeah. Right? So this was followed in the early 90s with the Genesis and the the Super Nintendo. Now, I'm looking over at you, wondering what input you're going to have, and then realizing you are not alive yet. Yeah. <laughs> this is making me slightly sad and feel a little bit old. And I tried to look into this, like, which ones were just, just exclusive. But I'll tell you, like, back then, I don't know, but besides the Sega first-party games and the Nintendo first-party games... I don't think there was that many exclusive, but there were some differences like Mortal Kombat, which one had blood and which one didn't. And the fact that the Genesis had three buttons compared to the, the NES, but then when the Super NES came out, it had six buttons? Man. Yeah, it had the six buttons. Excuse me. So, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I want to go too far into those ones. It's because it, it, you're really comparing Mario to Sonic. Um and I've never really enjoyed a Sonic game. Um, yet, Eco the Dolphin, <laughs> which was fun, but I've but I never played it much. And my understanding is it's fun for about 10 minutes. And then you're like, I'm just... A-. It's really cool. Have you ever played Eco? No. You're a dolphin, funny enough. And you're swimming along. And I remember being absolutely gorgeous for the time period. And you could just swim around. And I'm sure you got coins or something. There was probably sharks in there somewhere. So you were called Eco the Dolphin? I, I assume it's Echo. It could be Echo. Echo. Don't dolphins have Echo? Okay. But it's... Yeah, but how do you spell Echo? E-C-H-O? How do you spell... Echo? Like... E-C-O? I think that's how it was spelled. Really? I believe so. Interesting. Um, if I misspelled this, by the way... It's terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, you spelled it exactly how I hoped you would. Okay. <laughs> so, if you misspelled it, then guess what? I also misspelled it but only in my mind. Um, let me see. Let me look here. I know this is great podcasting here when I stop and do this. Yeah. Oh, it's ECCO. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But it was really cool. I mean, like, it, it was a pretty gorgeous game for like the, the 10, 15 minutes I played at a friend's house. Uh, my understanding is it's kind of worthless after that. Uh. So, um, because there's no one to fight me on this, I'm going to say Nintendo wins. Okay. And in the long run, and it wasn't really the fault of the Genesis of Super Nintendo, Nintendo did win out. 
Yes. They were the least biggest loser. <laughs> um, so they continue on. And in the late 90s, you and I was going to click on something earlier. I don't think I had this up. On the late 90s, you end up coming in with the PlayStation, which what? came out in 96, I believe. Okay. And you got the N64, which I think came out in like 98. Really? What's that late? Uh, I believe so. You can hear fact check me while I talk. Okay. Okay. So this is the era in which I moved away from Nintendo. I would tell you why, but I really don't remember. Um, but this was a time whenever you did have a big difference between what you were going to find on one compared to what you were going to find on the other. What's that? Uh, it was released on June 23rd, 1996. The N64? Yep. Oh, I didn't realize they were they both released in 96? Because I, I want to say the PS, the PlayStation came out first, I think. Funny story, that was two days after I turned six. <sighs> I was in <laughs> high school. I think. Uh, PlayStation 1 came out December 3rd, 1994. This... The PlayStation did? Yeah. Holy jeez. I had my... Oh, in North America, it came out on the 9th of September, 1995. Okay, that, 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 sounds, that sounds more right. So I got it. I was... It might have been like 96 when I got it. Uh, I, I got lucky. I was working for a guy that would get returns from Sears and truckloads, never knowing what he's going to get. We'd fix them up and resell them in a shop. I think we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And he got one in. So I got it for like 60 bucks or something like that. And I don't know what the, the retail price for it was, but I, I got it for 60 bucks. Um, and then I like worked for my grandparents to get a TV from them. And I had it, but I was all excited. I, I, this is what I wanted. Like I wanted that. And I, I want to say it, what drove me to it might've just been the fact that the N64 maybe hadn't been out whenever I decided I wanted it. Okay. Um, and at some point we got a 64, but that might've been after I left for the Navy. I don't, I don't know. Um, but this is when the, I guess the console wars like took its turn that direction. Cause see at, at this point, uh, I, I want to say a lot of people, when they talk about which one they went with, they, they state final fantasy because final fantasy seven was going to come out for Nintendo. Really? But when Nintendo said we're sticking with cartridges square, uh, I think it was just square at the time is before they came square Enix, I believe. Um, was like, well, we can't give you 35 cartridges to put this game on. Um, whereas it was just two or three CDs for the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game was huge. I didn't and know that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's at least two. I want to say it might have been three CDs wow. for the PlayStation. And it would have been, I think someone said at the time, it would have been like 12 cartridges for Nintendo. Yeah, so a, that's a suitcase of cartridges. Yeah, so that's that's where they fell apart. Like that's where those two oh. companies fell apart from each other. I didn't know that. Um, so that drove a lot of people. But if you look at the so the graphics comparison between the two is really not that much difference. Really, between the PlayStation and the N sixty four. I mean, they're yeah. both they're both I want to say comparable. Uh, the big difference is going to be the controller and going to be um, what games are on there, right? Um, so PlayStation. Uh, I'm trying to think of what you had on PlayStation that you might not have had on the N64. I mean, the obvious ones for the N64 are going to be like the rare games, uh, any Nintendo first-party games, um, which looking back at it, I think kind of makes, in my mind, kind of makes it more of a winner. 
just because you have like some of these iconic Mario games and you know Banjo Kazooie and and uh, GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. Um, I don't know what other major games. You're just looking at me like I'm a lunatic. I actually heard there was a, a question a guy had bought a original PS1 okay. on one of the podcasts, and he asked the IGN or Games Group, Games Scoop crew, uh, what were the best PS1 games to buy? Oh, that was on this latest episode, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. But I was just trying to think about that and what of those games were iconic to me and what I'd heard of. Well, I mean, had you played any of them, though? Remakes. That are on other systems. Yeah, because I mean, because you had like, so so you so you had the Final Fantasy game. Yep. Um, Metal Gear, I don't think was on the Nintendo. No. So I played the Metal Gear games. The well, the Metal Gear Solid games. The original Metal Gear was on the NES. Um, I mean, I I played like uh, um, Resident Evil, but those games were actually on the sixty four. Yeah, I, I don't know that I realized that. And you had, I mean, a lot of the games you had that were crossover, like Crazy Taxi and stuff like that, I think were on, I think was on both. Um, you had Sp- Spyro back then, or was that, it's fun. Was Spyro back then, or was that was that PS2? As far as a, it's a, it's a PS4 thing, right? Or, or PlayStation thing, right? Yeah, it's a PlayStation thing. I think, I mean, I remember it very distinctly on PlayStation. I uh, know, it was probably on PlayStation 1. I think I have pretty early memories of Spyro. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever played Spyro. Like, I don't think the games that I played back then were the first-party games. Mm. Um, I mean, there, there, there's a couple of the exclusives, but, I mean, not not many. Um, Ratchet and Clank would have been that time period. Was it that early? I think so. We are the most uninformed game lovers there are. Well, yeah, okay, this is I your know. generation. What are you doing? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, <laughs> thanks jerk. Don't so, worry. Yeah, um, but I mean, I, I want to say, like this was the time period, and maybe not here. Maybe it's like the maybe the next generation after this. But this was this is when Nintendo really started going in a different direction than everyone else. And by everyone else at this point, it was really just Sony. Uh, I mean, there was the Sega Saturn and stuff like that that came out somewhere in the same time period, uh, where they were going with CDs, and then there was like the 3DO. And the uh, the Turbo Graphics 16, which I guess would have been the one before that. You never heard the Turbo Graphics? I don't think so. Oh God. Um, the 3DO and Turbo Graphics. So Turbo Graphics was made. <coughs> I cannot for the life of me remember who it was made by. All of a sudden, um, but these were absurdly expensive systems. <laughs> I don't know if the Turbo Graphics was as ex- expensive. Turbo Graphics, you'll still see like the arcades. You'll see Turbo Graphics machines at the arcades. They'll have like four or five games inside them. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, they were both really cool systems, but they just, they didn't have support and they both went under. I, 3DO was like $600, like $200 for each game or some shit. It, it, it was, yeah, it was, Holy it was absurd. Crap. There was a couple of rich kids that I knew that had them, but I never actually went to their house and played them. It's kind of like VR uh, now. Like, no, I mean, kind of, except for like, with, at least with VR, once you have it, the games themselves aren't insane. Yeah. Right. This was like. If you're rich, you could have this system and it'll be amazing, but it's not going to be worth anything here soon. Man. Huh. Yeah. So. I'm surprised there was a market for a thing like that. Uh, not enough of one, as it turns out. Uh, that, yeah, there we go. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> um, hey, kids are home. Yep. Whatever. Um, so, 
we'll skip past this generation as well. I mean, without touching it, because it's one of those things where I, I think. I think this is the point where it's like, oh, big kids play on the uh, the PlayStation. The cool games are on the PlayStation, and, and that kind of drove that apart. Um, I wish I'd gone N64 at the time, but I don't know. Had I done that, I think I might have missed out on a few of the PlayStation things later on. Um, and I'm, I, I guess I'm glad I didn't. I, I go back to that. I think the 64 is easier to go back to, yeah. in my opinion. And I, I talked about this a little bit with somebody recently. Uh, I tried to play a original PlayStation game because I picked up uh, Tomb Raider 3. Man. And I picked up a Medal of Honor game. I forgot which one. Really? Yeah, because really? I really want to play a Medal of Honor game. Yeah. Uh, rough. They are rough. Uh, the controls, holy crap. Like, janky as all janky can be. But, I mean, it's but at the time they weren't. You know, but the problem is now we're used to the two stick controls. Oh, yeah. And there it was, push forward to go forward. Same stick, turn right to go right. So you could just go and turn. You couldn't, like, go and turn. You could go and then turn and then go. Um, so, I don't know. L- looking back, I think it's easier to go back to the N64 because with the games that they had that were a little more colorful and bright and everything else. And just, just I think it's easier to go back to a well-made Nintendo game than it is to go back to an even well-made other game of that time period. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo's always had the uh, the nostalgia factor going for it. I mean, even, you know, you look at the uh, NES Classic and all that that's come out. I mean, you know, there's one thing to be said for Nintendo, and even the games of that time where they had to work with what they were given, so they were very iconic. And yeah. I think when you get into the era of PlayStation, and even N64 to a degree, is the barriers to entry were starting to go down. So you started having people making these games that were of rather low quality. They, oh, I mean, okay, they were putting yeah. them out there, but because of the fact that CDs were cheaper to produce and they could get them out a lot faster, you know, some of these games were not... I mean, Nintendo's always been very good about putting in the time, thinking about them in a different way. I mean, like Mario Kart, you know, had been going for a while, but like I don't know if the battle system... You know, had been there, or but I mean, it, that's what the battle system. Remember, we played the first one, and the battle oh. system was in there. But man, that was rough. Yeah. So I mean, they really. I mean, N sixty four. That's what I remember is you know the battle system there, or Goldeneye. You know, having multiplayer. I've got to pick that up sometime soon. Yeah. So I mean, these things. I mean, the N sixty four definitely had the iconic. But uh, what I really think happened, you know, to me, and what I think, you know, we'll talk about this later with the Xbox is PlayStation took a market share. Like, oh, they definitely did. Yeah, and this was, I mean, you know, like you said, the big the big kids play on PlayStation, you know. That's uh became like the senior system and they they built a good brand. They built an image there. Yeah. So, you know, that was, you know, they were smart about it. Okay. So, along comes the next generation. Hell yeah. And in the next generation, we had and and I I got this sitting up here. Yeah, this is this is amazing. Like we're actually looking at a screen right now that shows what came out. So there were four systems that showed up in the next generation. The Sega Dreamcast, which the last time I saw one, my buddy Eli had it. I was helping him move. And I looked and said, wow, that's a nice ashtray. <laughs> uh, you had the PlayStation 2, the GameCube, and the Xbox. Now, looking at the launch prices of them, uh, and this is actually kind of interesting because it's giving this site's giving it in the equivalent to today's money. So the equivalent price for today's money the dreamcast would have been 285 dollars 
The PlayStation 2 would have been $413. The GameCube would have been $268. And the Xbox would have been $402, which isn't really that far off from what games come out now. No. Uh, I don't know if they're telling you when they're going to have to take out a second job or not. Um, so the Dreamcast came out in 98. Um, well, North America. So it came out in September of 99. Uh, PlayStation 2 came out in October of 2000. GameCube in November of 2001. And Xbox in November of 2001. Okay. Now, in September of 2001, I bought myself a PlayStation 2. I know this because I bought it for the only birthday present that anyone gave me that year. I bought for myself. Wow. Yeah. So once I left for the Navy and it is this it honestly did not bother me. And I, uh, apparently people find that strange. I just stopped getting presents. Wow. Okay. Like I started getting them again when I moved back home, but yeah. I, I didn't get birthday presents. I didn't get Christmas presents like nothing. Like I just didn't get presents unless I was home. Did you get underway boxes? Uh, yeah. Oh God. That's another, that's a story for another day. Remind okay. me. I will tell you about that one. It's where my family went overboard. I had to way too many show up. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I just think I just didn't get, I, I just holidays are holidays. You know, I didn't, they're just another day to hopefully be off work. Maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah. So I bought that for my birthday that year. Um, and like we discussed kind of earlier, it was a great, Oh, maybe it wasn't you. It was maybe someone else I was talking to. It, it was a great DVD player. So I, I bought it so I could play games and have a DVD player. I, at the time, I didn't have a system. My PlayStation, I had left at home oh. when I went off to the Navy. So I did that. I brought my TV back. I bought that. I was good to go. Uh, GameCube, I didn't have the GameCube until well into its life cycle. Hmm. And I've never owned an Xbox, although I played one a few times. So you started with the Xbox. Yeah. So let's talk to me about why you went Xbox. So... That's a pretty good story, and I didn't remember all this. Uh, actually, I had to call my dad last night, because obviously he's the one who forked over the money for it. Yeah. Uh, at the time, we were living in Korea. So he uh, bought me a magazine before Christmas, because I asked for a gaming magazine. And I think it was Electronic Gaming Monthly, or EG... EGM? EGM. EGM yeah. was a magazine at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it had the comparison. And it had, like, the on the cover, it had, like, the PlayStation 2, the GameCube, and the Xbox. And at first, I had a friend who had a PlayStation 2. Okay. And somebody else, I don't know if they had a GameCube before or after, but I remember playing Nintendo products with them, and originally I wanted a GameCube. And after I bought this magazine, I read this huge article about Halo, and it was like, you know, the guy who was writing it must have been great, because he wrote it like it was the second coming of Christ. Like, this is going to replace poker nights. People are going to be playing Halo Vice, you know, hanging out with, their, like, their friends. Like, this is this is it. Like, Halo is a thing. And, uh, like, I read this, and being a child in a military family, and them talking about this guy named Master Chief, who was a super soldier, you know. Uh, you know, they really, I mean, they played it up. And my parents, I don't know if my mom didn't want it. My dad bought it, and he bought me a game. And on Christmas, he gave me the game and told me he couldn't afford the system yet, and he stuck it in a laundry basket. So I had to, like, find the Xbox. Like, he's like, hey, you should go, like, check something. I, like, went in there. Like, there it was. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, so what game did he give you? He gave me Halo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you, you were talking about Halo, and you said he gave me a game. And well, I'm like, he, yep. So he gave me Halo, and I had a couple other games at the time. Um uh, Fusion Frenzy, I had, because it was a multiplayer game, my parents thought my little brother would like that. 
But what they didn't understand was the mass of that controller was absurd. Yeah, those controllers were huge. They were. They were giant. And I don't know if there was something wrong with it. I would love to read the story about who designed it and why. You know, because they had to have, like, just, you know, huge hands. So, okay. So yep. that's why you went that direction. Yeah, so I went, Halo sold me. Halo sold you. Okay. Yep. Now, I have heard I have heard interviews and stuff like that where people talk about how Halo is the only reason the Xbox survived its initial, like, coming out. I can see that. Halo was that big. Now, that would not have done it for me. Actually, at the time, who knows? But I played Halo a little bit. Um I was kind of late to that party, and okay. so everyone else is way better than I am. And I'm not a good video game player. Like I've said this many, many times, um, and I just kept getting killed. That would have never sold me on the game. Um, now I had the PlayStation Two, and I cannot tell you what games I got when I got it because I bought it for myself. Uh, I'm sure I had a couple games. Uh, I'm sure I had Tony Hawk. Oh man. Yeah. Um. I know at some point we had Dynasty Warriors because my buddy Jeff, the one that gave me my nickname, he and I would play drinking games with Dynasty Warriors. It's uh, a brutal drinking game. Oh, I have I've touched Jaeger once since then. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's brutal. Um, I can't think of what else we might have had, but here's what I want to look at before we look at the games or start trying to discuss some of the games that were on one and not the other. We'll see how good our memory is on this. I want to look at the controllers. Now, okay. let's push the, the Dreamcast to the side because, one, it's a ridiculous system, and two, it's a ridiculous controller, and three, it died. Because um, it was... Dis- so, it came out in 98. It was discontinued in 2001. I just want to point that out. It was discontinued about the same time as the other ones came around. Um, so, oh, that's also interesting. So, just to point that out, talking about the discontinued part. So, the GameCube was discontinued in 2007 after coming out in 2001. So, six year, at about a six-year cycle... Uh, the Xbox had about a six-year cycle, 2007, 2001, or 2009, I guess, in North America. Um, the PS2 discontinued worldwide in 2013. Jeez. They were still supporting it until 2013, which what? Right before the PS or the right before the three? No, it would have been somewhere in the middle of three, I guess. Yeah. No, it would have been towards the end of three. Like toward like right right before the the Xbox One came out and the P and the PS4 right. So, looking at these controllers, I'll tell you one. You know, I started out with the with the PlayStation. You know that of, of the newer systems, like the PlayStation's the one I had, right? Yep. I was very used to that controller. I did not like the 360. I did not like the Xbox controller, and it wasn't the bulkiness. Although, sure, that sucks. It was where the thumbsticks are. They're in the wrong place. It's the proper way to play any game. You realize when the guy was putting it together, they had no QA control, and he was probably cross-eyed and drunk, right? I'm sorry. So two out of three of these controllers, you look, you know, PlayStation, GameCube, Xbox. I'm not saying the GameCube didn't have its flaws. But its controller was right in the right space. Not for thumbsticks. It, but the, but the, the GameCube was not a two-stick game system true like that is used as something else most of the time there's very few games that use that second nub the c the c stick i believe they call it yeah as an actual like thumbstick right uh okay so here's the thing right so i've been playing on xbox one for a while 
I started playing PS3 games again recently with these older games I'm playing, and I'm realizing I still prefer the, the PlayStation controller. It feels right to have the thumbsticks in the same location. Now, let's compare this also to playing on, like, the Wii U. So the Wii U, if you're playing on the big gamepad, the thumbstick, I mean, I love where the thumbsticks are on that thing. Like, people can complain all day long about that controller. It's heavy, it's big, wah, 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 right? Set it in your lap, right? Calm, calm down, people, calm down. But the thumbsticks are perfectly placed because they're on the same level. Look at my hands, Ben. For anyone who can't see, I'm holding my hands up to Ben. And for anyone who can't see, that's everyone who's listening. Um, but imagine this. Hold up your hands. Right now, sitting there, hold up your hands. Boy, I hope someone's doing this. Look at where your thumbs are. Are they in the same location as each, as each other? Are they at the same height as each other when you have your hands in the same height? Yes, because that's the way your body's designed, with symmetry. Symmetry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Ben, because when you, when you hold your thumb down, it's awkward. It's just awkward. It's not. It is. You're it wrong. is. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, your hands... Uh, I, I, I just, I, it kills me. And especially when you're playing like a dual stick shooter, right? Because then there's no reason like, okay, I can understand if you're looking at this and trying to figure out, okay, where do we put the buttons? You know, when the PlayStation was first coming out, I don't know that early ones had the sticks at all. I don't think it did. Uh, so you had the D pad and yep. you had your buttons. And then later they're like, oh, we're going to add these C stick. We're going to have these sticks to it, right? Yep. Analog sticks. And they're just going to go below it. That's just, that's just a mixed play. You know, that's where we have room. Makes sense. Game or the Xbox comes around and you're like, well, we're going to have these sticks. Let's put one where everyone puts their D pad. Makes sense. But we're not going to use the other one as much. So we'll put the buttons there. Like that, I'm, it's the only explanation I can think of of why you would, do, and unless the guy was literally just cross eyed and drunk, right? When, whenever, whenever they were designing this thing, like he made a couple copies, the printer hung up, it snagged somewhere, made it come out all skewed, and somehow his initials ended up on it. I don't know. Um, and, but, and then after that, they're like, well, we'll just keep going this way. That's the only thing I can think of is that they were never planning on using that second stick for anything. And they just figured, because your hands, your thumbs should just fall naturally in the same line with each other. No. Would you, would you mean no? So below the Xbox left thumbstick is a D-pad. Yes, and you're never going to use the D-pad and the right stick together to play games. Yeah, the D-pad is an alternate. So what you... Your left hand, you move your thumb up to hit the buttons, the four buttons. You move your, sorry, right. No, 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 no. Yeah. no. You, you don't move your hand up. You put it back to the natural position. No. Where it's level with your other hand. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> and your left hand, which you have on your movement stick, you move down to the D-pad. That is that is a much... Sub- you, are, you are literally saying that you have to move one hand up to do something and the other hand down to do something. So, That's like rubbing your tummy and patting your head. It's not natural. Which I can do very, very well right now. Yeah, okay, being able to do something well, but wouldn't it be easier to pat your head and your tummy? Nope. Yes, it would. Superior don't, controller. Don't lie to me, Ben Butler. I'm, I'm going to lie. <laughs> And see, this literally, that, that is what kept me from buying an Xbox until I got the new one. Because of the controller. The far superior controller? I'm sorry it took you this long to see the light. And look, I, look, 
I've maybe like broke my thumb a few times and twisted it sideways so it was naturally in that location. It's just it just it just feels more natural to have them both at the same level. And I was wondering, I was wondering if I was crazy about this. And then I started playing these other games. I started playing you know, the Uncharted and whatever else. And you're, you're using the dual sticks to move around and it just works perfectly. You're using the, the dual sticks and you're using the triggers. And that everything is moving on the same level. I don't like your top buttons either. Uh, I will give it to this. And I don't know about the original ones, but looking at Xbox One, the... Trigger buttons are nice because they're they're a little bit longer, a little more curved. They feel like a trigger. Um, does not make up for the other flaws because the Xbox or the PlayStation ones aren't bad. The Xbox ones are just a little bit better. But when it comes to the thumbsticks, the the analog sticks or whatever, the PlayStation ones are good, and the Xbox ones are in a terribly awkward location. I'm not going to say you're wrong and I hate you, but you're wrong and I hate you. So I'm going to be thinking about this later while I'm playing Xbox, and it's going to annoy me. <laughs> you're just going to go You're going to go on a pawn shop and just trade it in. I'm like sitting there crying like, what? Don't worry. When you trade in your Xbox One for a PS4 because of our conversation, I'll, I'll buy you the Nathan Drake collection. Thanks. $17. dollars Yeah. My 2,000 hours in Destiny will not transfer over, so that will never happen. I think you've put enough hours in Destiny, you can walk away from it. It's like crack, man. It, it, uh, sure, sure, crack is whack. Just like the Xbox controller. Uh, <laughs> okay, so GameCube, uh, probably my favorite controller ever. Um, but like I said, it wasn't really designed for the dual stick shooters. It, no. Nintendo's Nintendo. This is really the point in which there became two choices and the Nintendo, right? Um, I personally like that Nintendo is another system that I own, right? So I have like a system to play the big games and Nintendo or Nintendo because I love Nintendo. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that would prefer Nintendo to be something that someone could own Nintendo, play Nintendo games and play other big games. I, I personally don't care about that. Um, but this is when that really started becoming really true because you had two other powerhouse choices. You did. Um, and Nintendo was still in a really weird direction. Now, granted, the GameCube is probably one of my favorite systems ever. Uh, it looks cool. I mean, it's a square. Yes, I know. It's a box. <laughs> but it's got a handle. It's purple, which is not a color I care for, but it's just kind of cool and it's purple. Uh, the controller, I love the feel of the controller. It is weird that you have your triggers and the Z button. Yep. And you don't have one on the other side. No, and I think if you bought like a another controller, they had dual Zs. I don't think they did for the Xbox or not for the GameCube. Not back then. Like the third party controllers. I I, I can't say for sure, but I don't think so. I thought I remembered some of them. Uh, if you buy the fight sticks now, which is what the 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 ones I have for the uh for the Wii U. Yep. They're shaped like that. Except for the the C stick is more like a actual thumbstick, mm. and it has an L and R instead of that one little Z. It has both of them up there. Um, but also, what's really cool about that, and and I never thought about this, and uh, I guess there's very specific games that it came into play with, is the way the triggers worked. It would have a distance it could go, and then it would click in place. 
So if you're, and it came into play with games like Mario Sunshine, where you'd push it in, and until you hit that click, that little bump you had to push past, you could run around while spraying the water. As soon as you hit past that spot, you would stand still, and when you ran, the button you used to run around would control where you're spraying the water at. And apparently it's a very specific thing, and to be able to play certain games, whoever's making it would have to have something that worked in that way. So, um, but where Nintendo really went, I guess, off the hinges is they used miniature discs. Yeah. And I, I think I probably heard reasons for it, but I don't know what they are. Uh, I do really like the fact that it has a handle. Uh, I don't know what good that really does, but when I carry it someplace, I always use the handle. It would have been cool if it would have had like retractable cords. Oh, that'd been amazing. Yeah, so you could actually just unplug it, pick it up by the handle, take it with you, and then pull the cords out. And like a little spot for the uh, for the actual thing, like the, the the controllers to like latch onto. Yeah, like click it on the side. Hey, yeah, look, it's like the switch. Yeah, there you go. Um, so so at this point, I mean, obviously Nintendo had its Nintendo games. Yep. Um, and no one else had anything like that. But the real fight came between Xbox and PS2. Yeah. And I say fight. I mean, there was a, what, a three-year difference between them? No, I guess just a one-year difference. Yeah. A one-year difference between them. Um, so I'm sure a number of people probably had both if they were gaming before this because, oh, the PS2 came out and buy the PS2. Oh, now there's a new thing. You know? Um, I knew a number of people that had the Xbox. I don't remember if they had both. Um, game-wise, though, I know what you're going to say. Game-wise, which one was coming out ahead? So, I mean, as a kid in this era, uh, now, I don't know about a lot of other places, but I know where I live and in my school, Halo was the new hotness. And Halo was the one that everyone saw. It was a big front-runner, so I'm not going to say I was popular because I had an Xbox, but, I mean, I played a lot of this with my friends. Um as an adult, which I was not at the time. Yeah. Uh, but looking back on it now, I think that uh, the PlayStation 2 had a better selection. I don't think a lot of third-party developers had given Xbox credit yet. Okay. Uh, but with the upcoming generation, I think that all shifts. But I think what happened to Nintendo 64 at the PlayStation 1 is the same thing that Xbox did here. Was they marketed the Xbox well. They had a cool logo. A lot of kids got it, and they built, you know, a market share. It, they gave them enough reason to make something else. Okay. Yep. Uh, now, the exclusives. I was trying to, and I, I found this right here. So, this is someone kind of talking about what, what they had in different in different um, areas, right? So, uh, this is talking about racers. Um, Xbox had the Forza series, whereas yep. PlayStation had Gran Turismo. Now, any opinion on those? Uh, no. Grand, okay, so Gran Turismo was an amazing race game if you wanted a straight-up racing game. Um, really cool cars, beautiful, I mean, and it made you earn it. it, it I played the first few, really loved them. After a while, they literally just got too tough for me. I just wasn't good enough. Hmm. Um, I had not played much Forza until the, until the latest couple games that I played on the Xbox One. Uh, I enjoy them. Like I played Forza Three, Forza Horizon, Horizon, Horizon Three. Yeah, um, beautiful game. If I had time to, that I needed another game to play, I would pick it up. Um, 
but Gran Turismo was the one I just kind of grew up with. Uh, Shooter-wise, he talks about having uh, Half-Life, Doom, uh, Far Cry. Do you like Far Cry? I do. I mean, I didn't play Primal, but Far Cry 4, the one set on the island. Yeah. And Far Cry 3, I think it was the one set in Africa. Uh, Both those games I played. I'm a big fan of being able to play the way I want. Yeah. And when I want to murder everyone with a bow and arrow, I like going into Far Cry. And I like being able to... Now, that's first person, right? Uh, Yes. Okay, I think that's one of the things that kind of kept me away from ever playing that one. I'm just not into first person stuff. I think you can actually shift the viewpoint in it. Uh, I know if you're driving and all that. I have Far Cry 4, which is excellent. The villain's really well done. It's... No, sorry. Three is on the island. Four is in, like, Tibet. Okay. Yeah, because it has, like, a Shangri-La theme. Two is in Africa. But okay. I like I like Far Cry. Yeah. Um. So this talks about... Let's see what else this one talks about. Fighting games. You care about fighting games? I don't really care about fighting games, but it looks like it had, like, PS2 had, like, Tekken, I Virtual like, Fighter. I like Mortal Kombat. That's the fighting game I like. Yeah. I just... I don't do fighting games. I... I, I because... You know, something we talked about, I talked about earlier today with, with Dave actually is uh, fighting games are no fun when you're getting your ass kicked all the time, yep. which is what happens to me when I play other people. And they're just not very fun by yourself. No. So. Yeah. With that being makes, said, though, Marvel vs. Capcom has a very interesting scene. Yeah. Uh, and when people were, t- I didn't realize Marvel vs. Capcom 3 had this big of a following. And the new one got announced at PSX. Yeah, people went crazy about that. Yeah, so uh, I started looking into it. I'm definitely curious. I might look into like just seeing what uh like what the cheap tricks are on that and trying to start play it for fun. Sure. Yeah, but it, I I like Marvel and I like Capcom, so I think it's neat. Um. Okay. So let's start something like the action games uh, where Xbox had Ninja Gaiden and PS2 had uh, Devil May Cry and God of War. Yeah, so God of War, I was always jealous of, especially at this did, point. Did you ever play God of War? So I've played two and three. Okay, so here's my issue with God of War. Okay. It's a hack and slash game. It is. I am not a fan of hack and slash. Okay. So with the art style and all that, yeah. do you respect it for how unique it was at the time? I, I mean, I've, I don't know how much I've seen of the older ones. I, I played one of the more recent ones, and... I don't know if it was on like games with gold. I know I guess it's a PS2 game. So it was on um, when I had uh, the PS plus on my, my PS3 for a while. Um, I don't remember. Three maybe is the one. Which one's the newest one? I think three was the last big one that came out. There might've been some little then one. Maybe it was two that I played. Whatever yeah. it was, it, was it, it looked cool. I, I, I got it conceptually. Um, but the combat is just, it's just hack and slash. It's it, which works for me in a fighting game. Because I literally just spam buttons, but I don't want that in my action game. Okay. Um, now, would you say, though, that, that that would make it more desirable to have the PS2 at that point for that specific game? Yeah, I think God of War as a... I don't think Xbox had a franchise like that that really held up. I know Ninja Gaiden is pretty well known. Okay. But it uh, it was intimidatingly hard. Okay. And, I mean, you know, my dad always read reviews of games before he bought them. Like, you know, when he bought Splinter Cell or Halo, he always looked up, you know, what he was exposing yeah. his children to, obviously. Uh, and I know Ninja Gaiden was not something he ever bought us, but later on I had Ninja Gaiden Black. 
which was punishingly hard. That, I think that's what I've heard about that. Um, now, it's somehow how Metal Gear Solid 3 was an exclusive to the PS2. Yep. Now, does this have any effect on you? So, at the time, no. Because uh, I didn't know what Metal Gear Solid was. Now you, cause, oh, because you had never played the earlier ones. No, I hadn't. Oh, the early ones are so good. I know. People, I, people talk a lot. I, I, I don't know that now I want to play any of them. Like, I don't care to play five. Um, but, like, one and two, I think, are ones I played. And is it three or four is where I got to the point where I'm like, man, this is just... it. it you, it's too much trying to be that quiet and that sneaky. And I cannot always pull that off. Yeah, um, but I think, I mean, that was another mark for PlayStation, Yeah, was having Metal Gear Solid. Um, it goes on to talk about, uh, let's see, platformer why PS2 has Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Ape Escape. Now, I honestly never played any of those games. Like, I have heard, and, and this, this is this is part of the reason why I do this other show also, is that I need to play a lot of these games that I missed. Like that is very important for me to go back and play. And I need to probably find Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank. I've never played either one of those. So Ratchet and Clank were excellent. I don't know how much I enjoyed Jack and Daxter, uh, but Ratchet and Clank, another kid had those. And I remember like sleepovers playing Ratchet and Clank because they had a, an arsenal of guns you could like build and choose from. Yeah. That were excellent. Hilarious and excellent. Like pig shooters, weird stuff. Yeah. Um, Xbox, I guess it had Jet Set Radio. Yeah, Jet Panzer Set Radio Dragon. Future, really underrated game. Well, I don't, actually, maybe the people who reviewed games liked at the time, but not a, little, a lot of people played it. It was like a futuristic roller skating spray paint game. That's very, very cool. bizarre, but awesome. Yeah, very cool. Um, let's see what else we have. We have Shadow Colossus was a PS2 game. Um, Mech Assault. Steel Battalion, Xbox games, Ace Combat, PS2. Um, so, so what he didn't mention in there are a couple games. So, I would, uh, you know, to his Splinter Cell statement or to his uh, Metal Gear Solid statement, I would say we had Splinter Cell. It, that was actually that was actually mentioned in there. Okay, so I think Splinter Cell was a forefront game, and I think it had a very uh, a big image. Yeah. With the the three goggles, the very distinctive character, the you know at the time two thousand one, you know nine uh, eleven had just happened, and here you are, this secret agent who is you know blowing people's heads off with a silencer. You know that was a big you know, like statement to make, I guess, you know, being this yeah. like super secret agent. So a lot of people had that, you know, there was a lot of book series at the time that focused on that too. Um, you know, and then with Halo, you know, being more or less an unrivaled shooter, uh, but what a lot of people don't mention, I didn't see in there was Halo 2 came out on the Xbox. Yeah. And that was, that was huge. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was laughing at this because whenever a Bungie game comes out, they always give, uh, like exclusive emblems if you've played their old games. So I have, you know, like I have a activated Xbox Live account from like 2004. Like, yeah, that's why my name has numbers in it. People always give me crap. They're like, oh, it's like a kid's name, Deadlock2121. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Deadlock was a name that was in the original Halo that would like randomly be selected. You know, it's the other ones like Penguin or, you know, 
all these random things, but Deadlock was one that would come up, so I, I picked that one. I, you know, I, I've never asked you where you got that name yeah, from. Yeah, so it was in the original Halo. It would, like, pick your name in multiplayer, like, just automatically, unless you had a, uh, like, it was your Xbox. You could make a little account. Okay. Um, so I had my own account on that Xbox, and one of the random names was Deadlock, and I liked that. So when Xbox Live came out, you know, I got my dad to buy me the $60, you know, year-long pass or... I think it was 50 back then. Yeah. Uh, and I like just made this name and Deadlock was taken, Deadlock 21, which, you know, the day I was born was taken. So I like Deadlock 2121, not thinking to put a zero in the O or an E in the, you know. You making fun of people that put zeros in the O's? No, no. I think because, that would have been better if I oh, would have been able okay. to do that, you know, to not have the numbers. Because that's like always a mark of like a little kid is they have a bunch of numbers after their name. I, I mean, I think that, I think there's a lot of people that have that stuff out there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I mean, I had this. You, you know what's a mark of a of a funny name is when it's awesome, awesome schlong. Awesome schlong. If awesome schlong on PSN is listening to this right now, shout out to you, Sean Capri. Oh, <laughs> God. oh man. Uh, no, actually, the best names I ever saw uh, on Xbox on the original Xbox Network was there was a guy named like. 99 black children and another one was like 99 like Asian hookers and they were playing doubles in Halo 2. Nice. And so you either beat down like 99 black children or you know 99 Asian. Oh, oh god. I mean it was bad but I mean they were wrecking people. Uh so as you I You better be if you if you if you're ballsy enough to get a name <laughs> like that, you better be yeah. good. So as like a 14-year-old kid just like having these people just like run a train on us. Uh yeah. That was pretty entertaining. I, I, those names don't fly anymore. They they're all banned. But yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing when you see some of the names that people come up with. And uh, I think I was telling you I was, I was watching Colin and Greg live, and they were you know they get these tips and they read out you know this tip is from such and such such and such, and some of the names that they came up with. One was um, placenta milkshake, and I thought that was the most disturbing but most amazing name. Um. So, yeah, there's some creative people out there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think Halo 2, you know, the fact that it was on the original Xbox, the fact that they got it out so quickly after that. Um, so, okay, try to be unbiased. Okay. This Halo 2, Halo 1 and 2, yep. along with a couple other little games, in your mind, make it the game winner. Because we already know it's the controller loser. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, overall, I mean, I think that... In the long run, a lot of its games held up more. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I noticed somebody in there played KOTOR, which, you know, being the Star Wars fan I am, I played the hell out of Nice of the Old Republic and Nice of the Old Republic 2. Uh, they were a little janky at the time. Yeah. You know, there were some... I, yeah. I think I that's one of the few games I ever played on Xbox was, was uh, I think it was the first Nice of the Old Republic, and I, I borrowed an Xbox for someone until he needed it back. Yeah. So, I mean, those were excellent games. I mean... Uh, I think those hold up a lot better. I, th I think the original Halo and KOTOR and Splinter Cell, like all those franchises lived a long time and are very uh, memorable. But I'd say the same thing. Devil May Cry, Gears of War. Not, I don't know. No, I actually don't know when the original Gears of War came out. I didn't see I, that in it, there. It, I think it came out in... Uh, Halo 2 generation. Or I, I think it was a PS3 game. Yeah, Xbox, 36, Xbox 360. Yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. It would not be a PS3 game at all. No. Um, yeah, I think the library on the Xbox was good, but there was also a ton of failures. You know, Brute Force uh, was like supposed to be like a big headliner. 
that failed. Um, trying to think of the other game. Like Blinks the Time Sweeper was a terrible game, if I remember right. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff that they like. They were just throwing stuff at the wall to see what would stick. Yeah, but they got a few. Okay, so let's let's move on to the 360 PS3 era. Once again, Nintendo's out doing its own thing. I just see it as a side project. Like it's, it's another system that you own. Um, but looking between those two, so I think we can both agree the PS3 wins the controller award for the second second set of systems. It's got the better controller. It's funny you 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 must have not been paying attention because you were actually nodding your head in agreement there. Oh, I was looking at this. Yeah. So the so I'll, I'll say it again for you there, okay. Ben. In, in the 360 PS3 era, once again, PlayStation wins the controller war. Disagree. Much yeah, better. No, controller. No, you, you already nodded your head. Damn it. Uh, so let's go through here. Just a few few of the um, of the games that are um, important here for the the 360 exclusives. You had Halo. Uh, what three and four both came out right? Yep. Uh, gears the Gears of War series, one, two, and three. Uh, you didn't mention Fable when talking about the original. And I don't know how you feel about that, but Fable two and three came out. So I never played the original Fable until I played it on three sixty. I played okay. two and three later on. I think at the time, like just the age I was, uh, if it wouldn't have been Star Wars, I would have never played Kotor. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I played it based on the Star Wars aspect. Uh, I did play Jade Empire, which I don't know if you saw that in there. I think that was a that was like a kung fu uh, RPG sort of game that was interesting. Okay. Um, so you also have Alan Wake. Did you ever play Alan Wake? I've heard a lot of people talk about this game. I have not. I played Mass Effect. Yeah, but Mass Effect. What that was on all of them. Yeah. This this list apparently is not. This is an Amazon list we're looking at just to get some ideas here. That that could not have been. At, Mass Effect wasn't a, a, a 360 exclusive. Was it? I don't think so. Yeah, you can look that one up. Uh, there's the Left 4 Dead. Which were great. Uh, Crackdown. Okay, so then you end up getting into the Rare Replay stuff. So Rare Replay was a, a big thing. And then the Forza uh, series. Whereas on the PlayStation, you have the Uncharted series. Um, Metal Gear Solid 4? That I guess that was... I don't know if that was just a... Anyways, God of War, Infamous, The Little Big Planet, which was okay, depending on what you're looking for. There's more Ratchet and Clank games, Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain, I've actually played a little bit of. I need to go back and play that game. It's very, Have you played Heavy Rain? Uh, I've seen it. It's very different, but it I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, the little bit that I've played here. Yakuza. Um, huh. What's that? Funny story, Mass Effect was an exclusive. Really? Yeah, Mass Effect was produced by Microsoft Games, not EA. Uh, so you got the Gran Turismo series here still. Uh, the Last Guardian was supposed to come out on it. Wow. Yeah, because that's actually out now. Yeah, that, that's a really recent thing. Uh, yeah, it's funny is the people apparently had like receipts from pre-ordering it for the PS3. They had to bring them in to get the PS4 version. Like this is a real thing. Wow, that is. Oh, I would have just saved that. <laughs> Oh, you definitely keep it afterwards. Oh, yeah, then that's hilarious. I mean, if you can. Okay, so so really, I mean, you got Halo, you got Forza. Um, what else is real big on that list? That's really, really worth it for the... Gears. Gears. Mass Effect 1. Uh, 
Fable, if you're into the Fable games, which I thought Fable was pretty cool. I'm actually, I cannot wait to play Fable 2. I have it. I am very excited to play it. I think Fable 3 was the one that went downhill. I think that's what I've heard. Yeah. I don't plan on playing that one. Um, but you have those going against the Uncharted series, some Metal Gear, um, you know, like I said, the Ratchet and Clank ones. It's a few smaller games like Heavy Rain. Yeah, so... I mean, if I remember right, this generation being, you know, I was in high school when these all were coming out. Uh, yeah. You know, they were, this was like the time when, you know, at school, yeah, I would make fun of kids with Playstations. Yeah, but okay, but answer me this. Okay. So, the Xbox, I guess, if you were to ask the system itself, wouldn't they say the 360 beat out the PS3? Yeah. Why is that? So... Now, not being a, a game expert, but being the person who listens to a lot of podcasts, a guy had a pretty good explanation of this. Okay. So, PlayStation 2 was marketed as, you know, for gamers. Okay. You know, it was pure gaming. That's all it was. It was made for games. It was great games. Xbox came out, saw that, and kind of emulated it with a 360. So, you know, they were like, their sophomore release was, you know, we are all in on games. We want you to be able to play Halo. It's the best graphics for Halo. Yeah, they really marketed it for games, unlike the newest generation. The Xbox One was marketed as something else. You know, you were paying for this yeah, uh, Connect it, and it, all this home system. It was marketed to me. Yeah, it was marketed to, you know, people to buy this, like, all-encompassing home thing. Now, I bought them both, and I gave up on the PlayStation 4, but, you know, I actually think that, that probably would have been the better fit to the fact that I want, I don't care yeah. about the streaming. I don't want anything else. I just want my games. And I want them to be the best quality games. Now, what about the 360 PS3? So I think the 360 had the best thing. And the, the thing that caused the 360 to win, and I would, I would give you, you know, a lot of, a lot of money and a bet on this, but I think it was Xbox Live. Yeah, okay. Xbox, yeah. Well, Xbox Live was definitely better than the PlayStation Network. Well, I don't even think the PlayStation Network was around. They when... had it, but it was free. Okay. The PlayStation Network was there. Could it you... was completely free. You could play online. Did they have any big games that were... No, they did not have, like, the Xbox Live Arcade. Or, or did they just have, like, a big game? Like, because, I mean, Halo 2, the matchmaking in Halo 2, you know, the games, custom uh, games... I mean, they or... had... I don't, I don't know... Well, they had, like, Titanfall. What? That was PS3. No. That was PS1? Titanfall? Or, sorry. Oh, that's Xbox, isn't it? Xbox One. Damn it. That's a brand new series. The original? I yeah. thought that was 360. No, Titanfall. That released with the Xbox One. Man, I am the worst podcaster ever for video games. Send all your hate mail to Johnny Casino at Twitter. Yes, at Twitter.com. Make sure you throw it in at Twitter.com <laughs> so that I never get it. Uh, man, it's been a, it's been a long week. Um, I don't know. I mean, they had, they had online games, did plenty of online games, but they weren't, I don't know if they had what exclusives they had. Um, I mean, I will tell you that the thing, I mean, Halo 2 was out and it was good online. You could play it on the Xbox 360. When Halo 3 came out, uh, you know, there was probably a good 200 kids from my school that skipped. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the worldwide release of that and just the online, like, aspect of Halo was a huge marketing point for the Xbox 360. Yeah. Well, I... 
So, so going back to like Xbox Live. Yep. So PlayStation the PSN, it was free. Yep. Um, but I think for those reasons, it was the quality of it was terrible, from what I understand. Okay. But you think that's what did it? Like that's really what? Yeah. Um, I just really don't. I don't remember anyone ever talking, you know, in high school about playing with their friends online on PlayStation. Okay. Well, I mean, like I said, I know you can. I know you could. Like, uh, the the Call of Duty games were all online. Yeah. The uh, uh, um, the other big shooter Battlefield games were all online. So they were there, but from what I understand, it just wasn't as prolific as it is now. Well, it just th- there were a lot of problems, and a lot of that probably was because it was free and they didn't have the money to put into it to make it good. Yeah. Um. Okay. So looking at those. Game wise, and I'm trying to. I'm also trying to be, you know, because I obviously had the other one, and because I don't care about Halo, I don't care about Mass Effect. Um, and I actually I missed so much of this generation that's really hard for me to like give a full opinion with taking those out. I don't care about Gears of War. It it seems like basically the the Xbox exclusives from that time period that were really big are games I just don't care about. They were shooters because that was that was a hot ticket item. Yeah, whereas Uncharted, I didn't play then. I'm playing now, and I, I would have loved it at the time. I wouldn't have cared about God of War. Um, Little Big Planet. I had Little Big Planet. It it, it had its it had its uh, charm, I guess. Uh, Heavy Rain. I still need to go back and play that one. I played like a demo. It was so cool. You never played it all, did you? It was very story walk around it's very different it's weird like at that time no no you would not have been into it at all you might not be into it now um you're changing i'm getting into indies because of you oh dude some of them are so good so i i mean i would be willing to concede on this one on the controller no oh no because we know the controller was a broken hot mess controller's the best controller um 360 controller was flawless. Well, I mean, if you were cross-eyed and drunk. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's look at the current gen. And this will get into where I made my mistake. First of all, because the controller is garbage on the PS1. Or the, uh, sorry, the, the Xbox One. The Xbox One Elite controller. People buy adapters to use it on their PS4. Yeah, it's Just, weird. It seems like people are going that way. And I don't get it. Because it is... If you looked at like the sw- superior, no, it's no, that's obviously a lie. Um, have you looked at like the uh, pro controller that's coming out for the Switch? It's set up that same way, that same basic setup. It's the right way. No, it's yes. off. The best players in the world use Xbox controllers or mouse and keyboard, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I love how if it's got what it is I'm listening to that they always refer to. Uh, uh, PC gamers as the um, PC master race, the master race. Yeah. yeah. PC master race. I don't, <laughs> whatever. Okay. So let's look at the games here. We'll start with Xbox, <coughs> right below Crimson Dragon. Uh, let's see dead rising. So you got the four as a series, uh, Halo five, which apparently people have been all over being basically taking a giant dump on uh, quantum break. I've heard, I don't think it's for me. I've heard good and bad. Uh, Sunset Overdrive. A lot of people like that. It's not my style. No. What did you think about it? Did you play some? You played some over here, didn't you? Yeah, I played some over here. 
not, it, not my style of game either. It's fun. Oh, you got Zumba Fitness World Party. Man. Whew. I know. Xbox is killing it. I know. Um, the Mass Chief Collection, uh, Scalebound, Fable Legends. Did that actually come out? I think Legends did. Crackdown, Ori in the Blind Forest. Did that one make it over? Ori in the Blind Forest feels like it might have been other places now, but maybe not. Um, what else is coming out? What what other exclusives are on their way out right now? Uh, I know Gears of War 4. Okay, so Gears of War 4. Yeah, don't care. Released. Um, I mean, most of the games now aren't exclusive, man. Well, but, but PlayStation's got a number of exclusives coming out, or that just came out. Uncharted? No, okay. Well, let's go through what they have on this on this. This is the IGN looking at the two of these. This was updated in November. All right. Okay, so we got uh so Flower, which I didn't really play but I kind of really liked. Okay. Uh Don't Starve, which looks but that's on a number of things now. Uh Octo Octodad, that's on a number of things too. That's ridiculous. I love that game in a very weird way. The Witness, which has finally come over. Yeah, um, that's like saying we had inside and it's over there now. It's over there now. Like MLB, they're, they're the only ones with the MLB license if you like actual MLB games. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I know MLB The Show is pretty highly rated, but I mean, it's like NBA 2K16 is like the best rated one of the year sports-wise, so. Yeah. Um, the Last of Us, which funny enough was not mentioned in the other list we were looking at, which is really weird. The Last of Us, man. I, I am, I'm so enjoying that game. I mean, I think it was, I mean, it was, it was lauded. Is that the word? It was. The story? Yeah, the story was, uh, everyone loved it. I don't know how well it sold. And I don't think it was a console seller just because it was so late in the life cycle of the PS3. Maybe, um, but I think it's generally seen as one of the best. Like, there's a number of people out there that have played it that will tell you it's one of the best games ever made. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not arguing um, that. I'm just saying it was at the wrong time. It's yeah. not going to sell consoles because no one knew its name. Yeah, so we got Uncharted 4. Uh, something that wasn't mentioned for the Xbox, and it's no longer an exclusive, but it was for about a year, is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, which I will tell you, if I was looking at both those systems and Rise of the Tomb Raider was coming out on one way before the other, I probably would, that that would have that would have made that decision for me. Really? It would have. Huh. Uh, I I do love the Tomb Raider games. Uh, no Man's Sky, which people hate. Until Dawn, what else we got around here? There's a lot more. The Persona games. Um, so they got the Final Fantasy remake. Yeah, so Final Fantasy VII remake. You know, I'm gonna... and, and also Dragon Quest Builders. Not, it not just something. looks awesome. Um, so I will tell you, one game I'm regretting not being able to play which is coming out in January, I think, is Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, that's what I was going to talk about. they got the new ones coming out. So Horizon Zero Dawn, it, I, ooh, that's one of the ones that I'm almost ready to jump on a PS4 for. Okay. Um, that, um, Resident Evil is going to come out in both of them. Yep. I will probably get that if I don't have too much else going on. Uh, I might put it off just a little while. Um, what else is coming out real soon? That's exclusive? Yeah, so a few things just came out, didn't they? Not exclusives. Uh well uh that one that's taken like ten years to come out oh uh the last guardian no. yeah the last guardian is that it yeah okay uh I don't know that I would have gone that route I don't I, I I'd give it a try probably yeah. um yeah for a sixty dollar game the reviews it got yeah but they but they've also they've announced the last of us two yep 
which I mean that might be PS5 by this point from what, from <laughs> from what people are saying how far down the road it's got to be yeah uh, whatever the next thing is is what it might be on um, but then also there uh, the the new Kojima thing I mean he's obviously buddy buddy with them he is uh, and but that I doesn't mean it'll don't... be exclusive. Oh, yeah. oh, it's going to be exclusive. Come on now. he He's literally like walking around with Sony's hands in his pockets, right? I say literally, probably wrong. It's figuratively, I'm sure. Um, hey, man. The days of like exclusives being like exclusive forever, with the exception of <sighs> Uncharted, I mean, there's really none of the like the big games. The, the there's thing- plenty of big games that are exclusives. I don't think the ones that sell consoles, the ones that people like clamoring over. I, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think he's going to stick with them. I think they, I think they basically sucked him in as soon as, you know, the whole Konami thing went down and uh, his, I, his new studio is going to want money. Gonna, I don't know. I mean, gonna, only time will tell. Yeah. He might give like exclusive content like destiny does. Maybe to PlayStation. Now, granted, you know, I could see like them if Sony says, "Hey, we'll just fund your games," and and that's what I think is going to happen. Like I think, I think it's so. going to go along those lines. I think Sony, it's going to be a Sony game with the Kojima, you know, group making it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you got these different ones. Okay. So what wins? What wins besides the fact that we know the PlayStation controller is better? Um, <laughs> we're gonna fight after this. <laughs> you have an Xbox controller somewhere. Uh, so I will tell you that I think the PlayStation Four has the better game lineup, especially with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn coming out. Um, but to be honest with you, I think the days of like real hardcore fanboys are over. Uh, I agree. Yep. But you're we're still in a situation where there is going to be reasons to get one over the other, and not everyone can afford both. Yep. Right. There are the lucky people that can have whatever they want. True. Um. But, I mean, a lot of people are going to have to choose one or the other, you know. And, you know, this kind of goes back to my original thing is looking at it now, I wish I had bought a PS4 then. And then now I would probably jump on the Xbox One with the 1S. Even though the PS4 was more expensive back then? I don't think the price was that much different when I was looking at them. Really? 50 bucks maybe. Um... But I mean, I already had the PlayStation account. I was already playing PlayStation games. I mean, it, it, it would have made more sense. Mm. And looking at what I know now and the, the the fact that the reasons I went Xbox, just basically the Xbox said, forget you, boot. Yep. Um, I Yeah, I should have gone that. I should have gone that route and then gotten the Xbox later. Mm. Or just, you know, gone to your place and played it or something. Who knows? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm an Xbox player, and I will be, but I'm going to, you know, when I buy a PS4 to play some of these games, I'll buy the dongle to put my Xbox One Elite controller. Are you really? Yeah. So, let me ask you something. Wait on me. Do you have a hard time sleeping at night? Do, do Do you ever just look at yourself in the mirror, hang your head in shame, and just hate yourself? No. I know you got a cat recently. I did. And I, and I know that's because that cat lived in my house for a few months while we were fostering it and its babies. Yep. Um, being the, the 
darkened person you are inside and your love of Xbox controllers or the PlayStation ones. And you're not going to hurt this cat, are you? No. <laughs> nope. The cat knows what's good for it. <laughs> it accepts the Xbox. No, I mean, you know, I think the, uh, the PlayStation 4 Pro was it's- more detrimental then was it detrimental or was it just worthless i think it was just worthless i think like they they have not given any reason yet like like the the xbox one s is more reason to upgrade from a one to a one s than there is to go from a from a ps4 to a pro yeah and then and then i mean god knows what exactly the scorpio is going to have in it yeah so that that's what i was i was going for is you know the one s is a a good step and i think microsoft knows the guy who's running the head of like the Xbox department now. Who is that? I'm sure I've seen his name. A yeah, number of times if, I, if I heard it, I can tell you who it was. But the guy who's running it now is more recent, and I think he knows the direction they need to go to be the the powerhouse here. Yeah, he needs to make it price efficient, and he needs to make it more powerful. Oh yeah, and I mean when Scorpio comes out, especially with like some of these rumor pictures that have been coming out, where there's rumor, there's rumor pictures? Yeah, there's rumor pictures. Uh, you know, what it'll look like. Oh, man. Yeah, I am. I'm stoked. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to upgrade. Uh, if I do anything, it's going to be by the other system. Yeah. And I'm going to buy the Switch. And I'm so excited about that. <laughs> yeah, that's the real winner here. I think the Switch is coming out at a really good time. It, it is, and... It, it seems like they're doing a lot of the right things. If it comes out. No, no, it's going to come out. No, no, no I, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. You know what I'm worried about? Zelda it's, not coming out? Um, if that gets delayed, there, there's enough rumors of enough good stuff coming out when it comes out that I'm not overly worried about that either. Like, I'm okay if that gets delayed a little bit. That's yeah. fine. Then what are you worried about? Being able to get my hands on it. Man. If they... if <sighs> We'll get the 10 out. We'll get a little projector. We'll go sit out there with a GameCube. We'll charge kids five bucks a head, and then we'll just beat them at video games. Well, you might. I'll just get my ass, get my ass kicked for five dollars a head. <laughs> You're better at Mario Kart than I am. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm worried about getting my hands on that. And you do not want to podcast with me after I don't get that thing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. We'll get it. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, if they don't pre-order it, we will camp out for weeks. I'm not that crazy. But we'll camp out the night before. We'll go out there at like 6 o'clock when we get off work. Order pizza. No, I'm going to have to like out. take two days off to oh, do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, because think about it. I mean, like people were camping out at least 12 or more hours early for the freaking NES Mini. No. Yes. What? No. And a lot of them didn't get it still. I got lucky. If you're living in Houston, Texas, just don't worry about the switch. There'll be plenty to go around. Nobody go out. No, they just need to do the pre-orders. And if they don't, anyways, that's a topic for another day. I'm gonna get myself worked up here. <laughs> so I think we can. I, th- I think we can come to a few conclusions. Okay. Xbox has had some good games. Yep. PlayStation's had some good games. Library-wise, the newest, the the newest one, PS PlayStation probably took it. You think? I, I think I mean like I think I would have more I think I have more regrets not getting the PlayStation than I would have had I not gotten the Xbox. Yeah, as a dusty player right now, I and, don't care. I'd rather have Uncharted probably than probably. Yeah, none of the games I've bought in so far this generation have been Xbox exclusives. 
Um, I mean, I can't say that only because I just had the the mastery stuff and I had the the Gears of War, but neither of those ones I actually really. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed playing Halo because you and I played multiplayer, and yeah. outside of that, I wouldn't have cared. Um, the generation before, I mean, it, it's still the Uncharted versus the Halo, um, but across everything, the the true winner is the PlayStation controller. I was gonna say the gamer, but oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, keep doting on your controller. No one likes you. Um, so let me ask you this before we before we close this out. If okay. you had both right now, and a game was coming out that was not exclusive, and you weren't worried about what other people were playing it on, what system would you get it for? Bought on Xbox. Okay, I'm an Xbox guy. See, and and I would be the exact opposite. Supporting overseas, man. Uh, where do you think <laughs> this stuff is made? I'm, I'm kidding. Where do you think it's made? Uh, all right. So we'll close that out. Um, I think we're still going to be friends after this. Debatable. Debatable. Uh, give us your thoughts. Let me know where, one, we said things wrong throughout the whole show because we're both dummies and didn't have good lists in front of us. Uh, two, where our opinions were wrong, mostly Ben's on the controller. Uh, and three, just what you think as far as what systems beat out the other ones. Um, so you can hit us up at generational gamers at gmail.com. Uh, no, sorry. Generational gamers podcast at gmail.com. Uh, gin game podcast, uh, Twitter. I'm at Johnny underscore casino. Ben might get on Twitter one day so that I don't just have to, uh, take screenshots and send him the stuff that people <laughs> want to say to him. Uh, I want to give a big thanks to my good friend, Isaac Martis for our artwork and, to the OC Remix for our intro and outro music. Ben, it's been a little while since I've asked you for your last final words. Play Xbox. Oh. Oh, I shouldn't have asked. Final word. Talk to you in a couple weeks, guys. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Oh, thanks.